song. Volume two, episode five. And if somebody would like to stop singing and give us a recap. Yeah, yeah. So we go in on the Well, essentially, what happened was what had happened was we freaking Tommen and I hashed this plan to ride the dune breaker but he do- dove down while tommen was still getting swim lessons we are gonna make another attempt next time that the dune breaker re-emerges and now we're going to a party also, party time understood, we totally got pirated by whom dude like oh yeah definitely we so much weed but they pirated us they just said that was for entrance yeah, yeah. they did not pay you you got pirated hard working and they made us yeah we're working more yeah Only i mean I've no but any, anything you li- you signed the contract anchorage at least did <laughs> anchorage did sign and, the contract uh, have we even introduced ourselves yet well, oh true no you haven't well then i am tom almond jerry <laughs> and i'm an anchor <laughs> i'm i'm doc and i'm your worst nightmare spy <laughs> Uh, six cleric for Doc. Uh, level six warlock for Tommen. Level three rogue, level three paladin for Anchorage. Level six fathomless warlock for Spike. Oh yeah. Tommen's a genie. <laughs> <laughs> what? What are you? What's your roguish archetype in your uh, paladin oath, Anchorage? Uh, so my roguish ar- archetype. Um, is something mysterious that I don't know, and my um, paladinal <laughs> course of action is crown, which gives me some pretty cool abilities. That I think we're ready to jump into it now. As you guys head to the Sour Diesel, Diesel Saloon for uh, tonight's celebrations, Tom and uh, you you got there early and we're talking to Dirk, yes. Yes. Um. So you you are hanging out there as you you witness um more people start to uh, pour in. Skippy is one of the first back. He's covered in sand and missing a shirt, but uh, he comes stomping in and he goes, "I got away." And then he comes down and sits with you and uh, Dirk Tommond. Um, a, a few moments later, he is followed by uh, more of the crew. A few pirates come in that you don't recognize, um, then followed by Paris, who you had met the previous day. Or, did you meet her today? We met her, yeah, today. Oh, yeah, yeah it was, it was today. previous episode, but it, it was the same day. Um, Paris comes in, uh, followed by Captain Mothbeard, the two of them are uh, talking in a hushed voice as they walk in, but as they step into the saloon, uh, they uh, quickly stop their conversation and uh, just begin to greet the other pirates that have walked in. In comes Anchorage, uh, Spike, and Doc. Most of the uh, crew is here, and you see this uh, older wood elf woman that you haven't seen before. She walks out from behind the, the bar where Brew is sitting, and she's carrying these giant plates of food. And she goes, okay, food's up, who's hungry? I I quickly saunter towards the food, arms outstretched. This this older uh, wood elf woman, Martha, she hands you uh, one of the giant plates of food that she's holding. 
it, it's a mix of pretty much everything that grows on the ship, as well as some imports from the, the clouds of New Nimbus. And uh, each plate comes with a few bottles of uh, bruised beer. Desperado comes in, rolling one of the giant walnut shells that uh, they got from Tomatin Anchorage. And he goes, oh, time to split this bad boy open. And he takes a little hand axe from his side and begins chopping away at the walnut to split it open. As the food and drink gets passed around and the walnut shell is opened, the party begins into full swing. Every, everybody's drinking, eating, smoking, making merry. And uh, there's a few sea songs are sung. Tom and Anchorage, you guys don't really know the words, but you can kind of hum along with the melody. Uh, <laughs> no one is singing more enthusiastically than Skippy and Doc, and no one sounds worse than Skippy and Doc. It's a fun little vibe. And we sing, and we drink, <laughs> and we <laughs> smoke, <laughs> and we... <laughs> And we make yeah. merry men. Yeah. Yeah. Mothbeard comes over to uh, Tomden Anchorage and goes, Well, boys, what you think of your first day as pirates? It was quite intriguing. I'm a great pirate. <laughs> I, I, I can't deny that. You two are seeming to fit right in. Now, uh, about getting you to the dreadship. I, I I can't guarantee how long it'll take us. Could be could be days, could be weeks, could be years. The sand sea is massive, and there's no guarantee that we will end up on the same current that the dreadship is. But I'll do what I can. Yeah, that I promise you. Wait, I've been I'm meaning to uh, make a stop by the dreadship anyway to say hello to my old friend Cockbeard, who's uh, set up as the king's new admiral. Believe it or not. This this ends up working out fine. Are, are we gonna have to like fight while we're there? Are they gonna recognize your ship? Are they gonna recognize? Oh well, all right. I I forget y'all aren't from here. Now, King Richard, or as we like to call him around here, Dicky. He's not exactly an active ruler type. More of a laissez-faire, if you will. He is very good at rationalization for doing nothing. He doesn't bother us pirates, and he doesn't bother the whalers. In his mind, it's just thieves robbing poachers. And he ends up profiting off both, so he doesn't seem to mind much. We are criminals, and he should arrest us. But that would require him to give an order to do anything. Yeah, and which he seems unlikely. He's far too busy working on his laser fare. <laughs> uh, Nick and Knack, they knock on the door of the saloon, and one of them goes, Oi, boys! Yeah, we've set up some fireworks outside. You can't tell if this is Nick or Knack. You're, from what you've been able to gather, the more Aussie-sounding one is Knack, but it keeps changing. Well, yeah, well, it was Nick. It was Nick. It was, he had initially introduced himself as Nick, but you're starting to think that was a lie. Um, he goes, Oi, and we got some fireworks set outside, and uh, the jellyfish is starting to rise if anybody wants to come out. Brewbear goes, Oh, yeah, let's take, let's take this party outside, everybody. Uh, just uh, we can come back in for drinks or anything, but uh, the, the porch is 
Porch is a good purdy place, and that way we can watch the jellyfish. Uh, and uh, every, everybody starts to f file out of the saloon. You you hear the sounds of pops and fizzes as either Nick or Nat, or Nat goes, Oh, fuck! I ah, set off the fireworks! There's some whizzing and popping sounds, and you all you all step out. See, there's like some smoking patches over on a few of the buildings, and there's this big cart that is just tipped over, and Nat is standing next to it. Or Nick, with his hands like running through his hair like, Shite. The thing that immediately catches your eye is not this uh, silly little display of uh, incompetence by the Gnomish brothers, but the sky above you. It's now turned dark, and you see these little glowing, orbular-like things floating up out of the sand into the starry sky. And on closer inspection, they appear to be some sort of jellyfish. The sand sea at night becomes like a biofluorescent light show, showcasing just how resilient life can become in the harshest of climates. These groups of small subterranean desert-dwelling jellyfish and other uh, strange-looking creatures begin to rise out of the sand into the night sky and float about like like uh like fireflies in real life but these just strange little tentacle jelly like creatures that glow different uh shades of green blue pink and red can doc try and use a light cantrip like a bunch of light cantrips outside on just you know whatever i can to try and like attract one like to come closer yeah yeah totally make me an animal handling check doc Oh, that's a 19. A 19? That is a 19. You begin to cast up your lights, and like moths to a flame, the jellyfish begin to form around you, floating around like mystical little fairy lights. As the doctor stands there, shimmering magical uh, <coughs> artificial sunlight peering around him and flashing, and the little jellyfish do a strange little like almost dance around him i'm gonna dance as well i'm gonna start dancing because i'm hammered at this point Ruben yeah. has given me so much drinks <laughs> everybody's everybody's starting to be hammered at this point as the night continues on um particularly brew bear <laughs> is really starting to put it away this is our moment <gasps> Doc, get get the gift. Oh, you bloody bear speech is a little slurred at this point. He goes, "I what, Brewbear?" We're all gonna walk over to Brewbear and hold hold the loincloth. <laughs> we got you a gift, guys. This is oh, this is oh, this is so sweet. This is more than I ever could have asked for. Oh, man, I'm gonna put it on right now. Uh, he will uh, stretch the loincloth around his waist a little bit. Goes on. <laughs> I don't really think I need this, but uh, it, it makes me feel comfortable, you know. Uh, the the loincloth, you know, even on him, is still quite long, and it drags on the ground a little bit. But he doesn't seem to mind at all. No, this is this is truly be beautiful. I, I just want to say that I have some of the best friends, and uh, I, I really appreciate you guys. And uh, I was thinking that uh, I'd like to show just how strong I am. So if anybody would like to wrestle me, I believe I'm just drunk enough now. And uh, uh, I'd like to demonstrate the sheer strength that the grizzly bear who uh, has uh, set his manners aside for a party night can really uh, exert. 
I accept your challenge, Pooh <laughs> Bear. Oh, I like the way I like the way you took, but uh, I have to warn you. Well, I'm wearing a loincloth now, and uh, uh, there appears to be a quite reinforcing metal cup around my bare balls. So, uh, if you are thinking that you could win by kicking me in the bare balls, uh, I would think again. So, we, just to make things fair, I will not kick you and your bare balls either. And we'll just do a fair match. That sounds perfect to all me. Alright, alright. Uh, a raw initiative anchorage is the bear roars and starts charging at you. That is an eight. <laughs> Did he say three? <laughs> oh, <laughs> man. Oh, and everybody... You and uh, Brew are going to be rolling with disadvantage since you're both quite drunk oh, at this point. No. <laughs> but uh, you will go first, Anchorage, as this bear roars and starts barreling down on you. Are there any sticks or anything on the ground around? Yeah, there's a few sticks. Well, uh, this'll do. And Anchorage picks up the stick and he prepares whack. <laughs> uh, whack when he gets into range. Mm -hmm. Okay. Uh, on Brewbear's turn, he closes the distance to you and is right up next to you. And uh, you can go ahead and uh, whack him. Do I add anything to Your whack? strength? Oh, okay. <laughs> that is going to be a nine. The stick breaks on Brewbear's uh, heavy, thick, furred face as he slams his head into you with full force. Does a... Oh, that's not actually great. Does a 13 hit your armor class? It meets. It meets. That means it hits. Brewbear slams into you with all of his weight. And he's going to try and knock you down as well. So you need to make me an athletic saving throw. Can Doc bet? <laughs> yeah, you can fight. bet. You, you all can bet on okay. this fight. That's going to be a nine for a the saving nine. throw? A uh, nine. You... Well, that is a very funny number for you to cotton because you also take nine damage and you are knocked onto your back as Brewbear charges into you. You fall back about five feet and you're, uh, you're laying down now, but that is going to bring us back around to your turn. Unless anybody wants to start making bets on the side. I, I want to start making bets. I don't know. Can I like <coughs> help? Anchorage up as he gets knocked back and cast something on him if I touch him. Yeah, sure. Yeah, okay. sure. I want to cast Warding Bond. Uh, Wait, can I can I try to stop it? Stop the. Whoa, Doc! <laughs> you can't throw the game. <laughs> no, I have money on you. <laughs> I know. You need to get back in there. I want however much money Doc has on Anchorage. I want to put that money on Brewbear. Yeah, I'll put, I'll put two gold on Anchorage, and you can put two gold on Brewbear. That sounds like it sounds a really good deal for okay. us. Okay, uh, are you casting Warding Bond? I would like to regard. It says willing, though, so he has to be willing. You do have to be willing, Anchorage. You are can't you, stop you him from willing? casting. I gotta keep the game fair. Ah, okay. If, well, I, I'll, I'll, I'll cheat later. <laughs> I'll cheat later. <laughs> I'll, I'll just help you back up, I guess, then and push you back into the. Anchorage, you feel uh, Doc's strong, manly arms wrap <laughs> around you and help you back to your feet, and he's patting you. Get, get back in there. Get back in there. You're sweaty and a little dazed, and you, the the sound of a brew roaring is echoing in your ears. But you put your dukes back up for another round. Uh, what, what you doing this time, Anchorage? All right, I, I want to roll to my feet. I want to grab the short and the long end of the stick, and I want to charge at Brew Bear like I'm going to hit him with the long stick. 
And then I want to just at the last second stab him in the stomach with the short stick. <laughs> okay, make me a deception check. Disadvantage because oh you're drunk. We're actually, but he's drunk too. Yeah. So we'll call it even. Yeah. What did you get? No! What is that? It's a natural 20. It's a Oh my god. Okay, you raise the, the you raise the long stick up and Brubear he rears up looking at the long stick ready to defend himself with both his giant bear arms. And then you bring the smaller stick up with all your might into Brubear's stomach. <coughs> you feel the stomach compress in as the air is knocked out of him. Go ahead and roll damage, I guess. I Ooh, what would that be for a stick? Uh, well, we'll say it is a d4, but it's a crit, so we'll call it two. And I'll, I'll let you add your dexterity since they're small sticks now. That is eight damage. Eight damage. You respond pretty much just as strong as Brew hits you the first round. You respond in kind with this stick jab to the stomach. Brew stumbles back a little bit. And now the pirates start cheering. Now it's now it's a fight. Now it's a fight. You you hear the sound of many more coins starting to exchange hands as as the betting ramps up a little bit. Desperado comes over to uh, Doc and Spike, and he goes. I don't know, guys. I'm feeling anchorage on this one. <laughs> I'm putting in five gold. God fucking damn it, Desperado. Come on. Come on, look at him. Look at the way he's moving. Yeah, and you're probably right. I'm not going to bet against Bear though. You know how he gets when nobody is in his side on the pooling bet. Betting goes around a little bit. It looks like it's uh, three to one in Bear's favor. But there, there is a significant amount of people still betting on Anchorage. Uh, it is going to bring us to Brewbear's turn as he uh, rears up and tries to bring down his full weight on top of Anchorage. Oh, wow, that's a 17 and an 18. Uh, those both hit. Uh, well, no, it's just the one. Disadvantaged. Oh. oh. Um, as he brings his heavy weight down on top of you and he's going to try and pin you beneath him, you take... Uh, eight damage as you're smothered into the deck by this humongous furry monster. <laughs> uh, and you can make me an acrobatics or athletics check to try and wiggle your way out from under the bear. That is gonna be a 27. Uh, expertly are able to slip out from under the bear's belly pretty much without him even noticing. He's too drunk and he goes, oh. Full, like, uh, bear mode at this point. Manners forsaken. You slip out from under him and you're behind him now. It's back to your turn. Alright. I'm gonna jump up on his back and go a two-hand slam down on his back. Okay, roll to hit. Disadvantage. You're horribly drunk. It's a ten? Uh, that does not hit. You bring down your double fist on top of him but his fur and fat are so thick that it just kind of like sinks in a little bit. And he he jumps back up and he's going to try and claw you off of his back. (laughs) Double 13s, so 18 to hit. Oh, yeah. Uh, He digs his claws into you as he tries to fling you off. You can try and hold on if you want. No, I'll get flung off. Okay, uh, you take seven damage as you're flung off and roll a little bit on the deck. 
Brewbear lets out a triumphant roar. Oh. He goes, hard enough yet. Almost. <laughs> really close to my limit. <laughs> uh, it is back to your turn, Anchorage. Alright, I'm gonna pull off my pirate cloak. And I'm gonna hold it out in front of me. And then I'm gonna hold it slightly to my side. <laughs> I'm gonna say... You gonna try and matador him? You know what, Brew Bear? I've had your beer, and it tastes like water. And I shake Ooh, the okay. I oh shake the coat more. Make me, oh uh, I guess, a deception check. Okay. <laughs> it's a seventeen. A s- oh god. Okay. <laughs> Brew Bear, he paws the earth with his giant claws as he coils up and begins to charge forward at you. You. Grit your teeth and hold the coat out, hoping against hope that he runs into the cape instead of you. You you can jump out of the way if you'd like, or you can hold up the matador cape. You're not sure which he's going for. I'm going to hold up the cape. You hold up the cape as Brewbear's face slams into the pirate coat, covering his face, and he continues running as the coat is ripped out of your hands, and Brewbear goes charging full force into the giant steel building that is Nick and Nack's nightmares. As he smashes into it, there's an explosion from inside, (laughs) and one of the Nick and Nack brothers go, oh, fuck. (laughs) As a uh, little blue bolt of lightning shoots up out of the coil that's at the top of the Nick and Nack nightmares and shoots far into the sky and vanishes. The Nick and Nack brothers look at each other and just kind of like shrug like, eh, it's probably fine. Brewbear, he, he struggles back to his feet, pirate coat still covering his face as he claws it off of him. He's got a big old like bonk on his head and he's, he's looking a little dizzy. Look, Brewbear, you had enough yet? Oh! Anchorage pokes up, uh, <coughs> starts uh, wrapping his, his hands like he's ready to tussle. All right, you, do you want you want an intimidation check? Yeah. Is that what you want to do? All right. It's a nine. Brewbear <laughs> just snarls and charges at you again. Does a 10 hit your armor class? It does not. Brewbear seems a little dazed after running into the building and his claw swings way wide. The pirates around, Anchorage, dodge, dodge. And some of them, Brewbear, Brewbear. The, the, the betting starts to ramp up a little bit. As the fight begins to reach its climax, everybody can tell that Brewbear is getting a little tired and Anchorage is starting to look worn. Anchorage, it's your turn. Anchorage is going to run at Blue at Brewbear. Okay. Full speed. But at the last second, he's going to do a gust <coughs> straight down <laughs> and try to launch himself into the air over Brewbear. <laughs> okay. Uh, what the fuck is that? Acrobatics? <laughs> That's an 11. You launch yourself up into the air, and as you're going up, Brewbear stands up. You forgot just how tall a grizzly bear is when it stands up to his full height, and you just smack right into his face. Then oh, hi, Brewbear. <laughs> uh, and he's gonna—he's just gonna try and head fling you. Shit. How much health are you at? 25. <laughs> uh, that is a uh, like 23 to hit. 
he slams his heavy skull into your into your chest and sends you uh, flying up into the air, and then you fall back hard onto the ground, taking ten damage. Oh! As a brew bear collapses back down to all fours and growls. Cheers for this hit are are deafening. The the pirates are really starting to have fun. Paris kind of like steps in and uh, puts a little puts a little money on it. Uh, Anchorage, it's your turn, bud. One more hit, and I gotta secede. I mean... Concede? Concede. I gotta secede! (laughs) (laughs) I run at Blue Bear. Blue Bear. (laughs) My last-ditch effort is to just go for the punch. Go for the knockout punch. Right Right to the grind! The nut punch? The nut punch! punch. Alright, roll the hit, Anchorage. Oh my god. That's a 13. A 13. Uh, so his nut armor class is 20. Due <laughs> <laughs> to, to the, the purchased loincloth. No. Anchorage, you bring up for the ultimate upper nut swing. <laughs> and you bring it up and all of the force of your body behind it as you stand up into the punch. And your fist hurts so bad as you collide with this steel cock piece. Oh, shit! (laughs) (laughs) Your hand is like red cartoon all swollen and aching. And Brew Bear, he just like shrugs like, I told you so. Doc looks on and shakes his head and goes, oh, no. (laughs) And Brew Bear forms his massive bear hand into a fist for the first time. And is gonna bring it up into your nuts. Ah! <laughs> oh, that's the 19. Okay, so 19 and 17. So that definitely hits. As the massive bear fist collides with your balls, that's going to be eight damage. <laughs> As you, you just you, stay you down, you <laughs> double over and cough. Uncle, uncle! <laughs> uh, there's there's groans and there's cheers from the pirates. No! Uh, as uh, any any bets you made, lose money, get Fuck money. Fuck yeah, blue, blue bear! Lose my blue, two blue gold. Blue bear roars triumphantly, um, and then almost immediately. Uh, Switches back over and goes like, oh my god, Anchorage, are you alright, buddy? And he's gonna reach out his big portature and hippie up. Oh, yeah, no, I'm sure fine, Blue Bear. I'm yeah. so sorry about what I said about your beer. It's well, really. It's alright, I know you didn't mean it. I'm sorry about punching in the balls. I totally no, I didn't mean it. Well, uh, I know we also agreed not to do that, but I kind of got carried away. Yeah, I totally forgot that you had ball armor. I was really just going for a dirty play. Is it? It's alright, it's alright. It all worked here in the end. Yeah, let's, let's have a drink, what you say? That sounds like an amazing deal to me. Kind of like uh, arm, one arm over each other, stumble into the, uh, into the saloon, uh, pushing through the swinging doors. Both looking a little injured, but both looking very happy and content. Uh, the party is going to rage on for another few hours, and then it slowly starts to die, if there's anything you guys want to do during that time. I was going to look for Bilgore, but... I, I guess it, if he didn't show up at the party, that's okay. Bilgore tends to avoid crowds. Yeah, that was a good fight. <laughs> I, even though I lost money, I couldn't cheat. You all uh, finish up the party uh, as the last few stragglers head off to bed, you guys. Suddenly, Anchorage and Tom, and you realize you don't know where you're supposed to sleep. The twins head to their, their own little house that they have. 
in the in the little western style village. They don't seem to give you any instruction on where you should go to sleep. <laughs> Good night, guys. <laughs> bye bye. Saloon. Um, uh, I don't do know. I always go to my house. Yeah, I usually <laughs> go to his house too. You guys could probably go to his house too. N- no, uh, I mean, <laughs> to my no, house. No, that's a really generous Where's offer. The captain's quarters. I. I guess we could lead you there if you wanted to. You could leave it to. You probably couldn't quarters. stay with him, but. <laughs> well, I mean, we had a lot of fun last time we broke into a, a strange ship captain's quarters. So when did you do that? Oh, back at the inn. Oh. In a in oh, a town. We could oh. just go sleep in our wagon. You could that just go house. sleep in your wagon. That is quite an economical solution. Or wait, were we supposed to get quarters? Oh yeah, maybe we should go talk to the captain. Yeah. What time is it? Um, if you're looking for quarters, instinctually, you think that maybe the quartermaster would be the place to start. <laughs> and that was Dirk? That was I Paris. I Paris. I just had a thought. What was your instinct we thought? We Paris. <laughs> Yo. Quartermaster. Yo, that... I think I was just having that instinct, yeah. too. <laughs> She's got it figured out. Yeah. We um, go to Dirks. You guys... Or no, we go to Paris. You you head back to uh, Paris's, which you had been to before. You, you uh, knock on the wooden door. Paris comes and opens it herself. Good evening, boys. What can I do you for? We need quarters. We do oh, need quarters. Of course, you're going to need somewhere to sleep. Uh, all right. Some of the houses are uh, still unoccupied right now. This may come as a shock to you, but not a whole lot of normal citizens want to live on a pirate ship. Uh, let, let me see. Come on. Uh, she, uh, sleepily steps out from her house and, uh, walks out into the moonlight, uh, and, uh, goes up to this, uh, kind of rickety stone wooden house that has all dark windows, but cute little flower pots outside, um, likely planted by Bilgore. Ah, I don't think this place is being used. I, it's been empty for quite some time. And she uh, opens the door and goes out, just right in there. This seems like a pretty... Thank you. Uh, it's yeah. a standard, uh, small little house, but there's two pretty comfortable, well-sized beds with sheets and blankets. And uh, there's a little chamber pot in the corner. Oh, and Paris, while I have you here, I just wanted to thank you for, you know, your confidence in me during the match. I saw you drop a few coins on my side of the hat. You always make sure to bet both sides. Uh, 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 I love winning. That does make a lot more sense. Uh, good night. And she's going to uh, walk outside and close the door. As you yeah. guys are uh, laying down to sleep, you hear a thud on the top of your roof. And you see long, feathery wings kind of go around the sides and block the windows. As You hear the sounds of uh, Sebastian. Uh, trying to nest up on top of this little house that you guys have been given. Oh, that could get annoying. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I do see that scratching becoming a little frustrating over time. Yeah, especially since he's huge. We'll have to get an installation. <laughs> Agreed. Okay, uh, make a nest or something. Let's sleep. Yeah. <laughs> you guys sleep. So everybody long rest. Beautiful. 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 And you all wake up an entirely new day and an entirely new place. You're, this ship is uh, its kind of setting in now that this is probably going to be your home for a while. 
Anchorage and Tommins, you guys wake up at around the same time to the sound of Sebastian taking off from the roof. A horrible scraping, kind of the sound of shingles falling off and breaking as he takes off. And uh, uh, the two of you uh, rub the sleep out of your eyes and uh, wake up. Wow, I, I wasn't sure we were going to wake up after that party last night. <laughs> <laughs> your, your head is killing you, Anchorage, from a combination of the hangover and the multiple hits from a grizzly bear you took last night. I slept great. Having a physical form is kind of the shit. Yeah, I did mean to ask you about that. Uh, what's the deal with you not being in a suit anymore in my suit yeah well when I'm, why am i talking with a southern accent <laughs> well <laughs> when in rome mothbeard's already rubbing off yeah. when, I first, when i first went to the to the cagat i um well uh my packed with um boost that guy boost well it big boost it it makes it so my my uh, the, the amount of magic in my body is a little bit little bit stronger. And when I went to the Kattegat, um, it tore me apart on a molecular molec- <sighs> on a molecular oh, level. Yeah, I really appreciate how our bond as a party is really developing to the point where I can finish your sentences. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you. Um, yeah, and so then I had to use the containment suit, um, which boosts. I mean. Bo- he knew. He knew. Don't get that don't get that wrong. He just let it happen. He just forgot. Um that that was gonna happen to me. So then I, I got the containment suit and I, I had to live in that while I was in the Kattegat. Wait, so if I'm getting you right, Booster gave you a bunch of power and then you went to the Kattegat and then you went into so Booster made a problem and now you have to rely on him to fix it. Well, see, I mean, now that I'm out of the Kattegat, it, it's fine. Uh, that's why I don't need to be in there. Although this part is, like, still stuck. I wave my, my arm around. Um, I don't know how to get that off. Maybe, like, laser surgery or something. Yeah, yeah, some sort of <laughs> laser lasers. Surgery. Oh, you know what? We can go to the laser fair. <laughs> <laughs> I bet they'll sell some lasers there. <laughs> and we could do the laser surgery. Oh, that's a good idea. I bet they have those there. Well, maybe we should go to Mothbeard and see what the the ETA is on us getting to the laser fair. I don't want to be annoyed, though. You said it could be a long time, even years. Oh, and there was something I wanted to do anyways. I, I, I want to look around the room and see if there's any secret entrances or anything. Make me an investigation uh, check. Investigation check. So it would be. I'm not even gonna bother looking at my stats. That's a two. A two. Uh, no, no secret entrances whatsoever. You do find something that seems a little out of place, um, and it's uh, this photograph uh, framed of these two, uh, like younger, very strapping-looking uh, wood elves, dressed in like sand pirate garb, standing with a much younger moth beard. Oh, uh, still uh, natural natural facial hair the three of them smiling in front of this uh, giant sand whale whoa anchorage come look at this i i take it off the wall and i find a note on the back of it what does it say no no, no. <laughs> <laughs> damn it worth a try <laughs> whoa but wait a second is that moth beard with a dead whale I thought- no it's a living whale 
Oh, a, a, a full living whale. They're they're standing just like right right off some sort of balcony, but not on this ship. And behind them is a massive sand whale that's starting to breach out of the out of the sea. Huge, dude, man, those sand whales. I know. We gotta get one of those. I know. I mean, I'm wondering if that's where it's at. Yeah, might be easier to ride them too. They won't try to eat us. For sure. There could be other stuff in the ocean, too, though. Oh. i got to swim around in there a little more. Maybe we should go swimming. Yeah. I will say, though, after seeing all those things fly out of the out of the ocean into the sky, it did make me a little uncomfortable knowing that they were all in there while I was. Yeah. I couldn't see them at all. Some, we need some way to fix your visibility problem in the sand. Yeah. I need sand vision. <laughs> We should ask Booster. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I, I, I need to try to talk to Booster at some point. Yo, what do we need to do for that? Yeah, I need you to go and I need you to steal me the bottle of whiskey that Doc has <laughs> that he keeps on his person. Oh, I can do that. Okay, th- I need that. I'll oh, stay here, though. That... And try to communicate. And, and, like... Start getting ready for this. <laughs> that sounds like a really good <laughs> challenge. Okay. <laughs> okay. Uh, Doc and uh, Spike, you guys are uh, just waking up about now. W- what are you guys doing? I got to go to work. <laughs> you got to go, go to work. Yeah. I, I've been neglecting my patients for like a whole day to go to Brew Bear's party. <laughs> so I probably have to get back to them. Yeah. As the only doctor on the ship there, there's never <clears throat> any shortage of responsibility. You, you drag yourself out of bed and you, uh, you walk to the door and you open it. And just as you're stepping out, you see Anchorage is kind of walking your way. Oh, hey, what's up? How'd you, uh, how'd you... We didn't really tell you where this was. Uh, <laughs> they, they saw you. Walk. Oh, you have no idea how many places <laughs> I have been. I woke up seven hours ago. What time is it now? It's like, oh, it's 11. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Quite the party last night. Yeah. Oh, so, by the way, um, speaking of parties last night, man, I don't even know who said that. Um, <laughs> you don't have to have any booze, do you? Yeah, but uh, this one, and I pull out the one that was in my, like, pocket, is mostly empty from last night. I've got uh, some medical-grade stuff in my office, uh, but oh, okay. you're going to have to... You're going to have to have some kind of problem you feeling uh, you feeling sad lately you feeling um <laughs> oh i have been feeling very sad okay Please what about describe um... me some depressing <laughs> is that what this is oh okay uh we'll uh we'll go by my office and we'll grab you something doc you take anchorage by your office and you, you bring him inside you want to you want to describe your office for us sure um so i've got it's more like a western, uh, I don't know, like the apothecary type, like medicine or a pharmacist type. S- snake oil it's salesman. Snake oil salesman. And I've got like a, a big, I've got one chair for the patients to sit on. It's more like a like a foldable slab of wood. And uh, and there's, um, you know, various tools laying about everywhere. Many of them sharp. Um, got lots of un- unmarked pill bottles and like labels and stuff like that. Uh, that seem to have worn off. 
Um, I've got my little desk in a corner that looks more like a workbench, given all of the hammers and clamps that are on it. Um, <laughs> Skippy is laying on your workbench right now, and you can see he's, he's bleeding from a wound in his stomach. I, <laughs> as we walk in, uh, I'll go, oh, Skippy! Oh, Hi, dog. How long you been sitting there, buddy? Two hours. <laughs> oh, okay, yeah. I'm start. still bleeding. <laughs> <laughs> I start going through drawers. <laughs> <laughs> I I notice Anchorage going through drawers, but I go. It's, it's, it's not like he's gonna find. Uh, there are a lot unmarked. of bone saws, um, <laughs> uh, lots of unmarked pill bottles, unmarked bottles of liquid, many of which look like they're whiskey, <laughs> um, and many of which have been opened and drunk out of slightly and then put back. While I'm searching through the drawers, I want to grab a, b- a, w- a bottle that looks like whiskey, and I want to pop some pills. <laughs> nice. <laughs> okay, roll me a D100, Anchorage. <laughs> 39. 39. Anchorage, yeah, you, you you find some pills, you open a few different bottles, take it, take a couple combos, and wash it all down with what is definitely whiskey. <laughs> <laughs> I look over, I see, and I go, oh, you, uh, you making sure you're taking the ones you're supposed to, or... Uh, yeah, it's the, it's the ones for being sad, right? Yeah, yeah, okay, alright, then we're good. <laughs> I'll go over to Skippy, and I'll start, uh, I'll bring over some knives and, like, a couple, a couple dirty bandages, <coughs> and I'll, I'll start, like, I don't know, he's, he's like, is he, where's he bleeding from? He's See? got, like, a, a puncture-shaped wound in, like, the lower part of his stomach. Okay, I'm just gonna start, like, hacking at it, like, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give him, I'm gonna hand him a big like another bottle of whiskey, like one that's fresh <laughs> from the from the cabinet. Um, he and I'm sits just like, up go a ahead. bit and starts draining. I'm it. gonna give him. I'm gonna give him. He's gonna start draining it. Uh, he pours some on the wound. Too. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and I'm just gonna start like, like making. I'm just gonna start cutting things that are close to the the uh, the wound that he has. I'm just gonna start like po- making pokes and little stabs. <laughs> um, and my eye patch is gonna start glowing as. Uh, I'll I'll he- I'll heal up his wounds. Okay. I'm kind of blocking his body as I'm doing this though, so that he's just kind of screaming in pain. <laughs> and he takes another sip of whiskey. Uh, the the process takes a little while, but eventually he says, "Thanks, Doc. I'm feeling good as new." I'll say, "Yeah, no problem. That was a that was a real easy one, actually." Uh, <laughs> yeah, I, such, such a great doctor. Yeah, I thank you. I appreciate you that. You really understand science. <laughs> <laughs> I, I look into the camera and wink. <laughs> <laughs> um, Skippy goes. Oh, by the way, you you may want to not have uh, not have Spike look in the sand for a little while. Whoa! What? What's? What's up? It's a it's a chum day. The the sand's full of chum. Uh, chum is what the sand pirates uh, they're uh, what they refer to the um, bits of sand whale that are discarded after uh, they're skinned. Oh. They're just discarded back into the sand, and they kind of float on the surface for a while after the whale has been killed. I'm gonna set down the bottle of whiskey solemnly that I was about to pick up uh, after Skippy set it down. Um, and I'll, uh, thank you Skippy, I appreciate you letting me know that. Hey, no problem. Now Spike, you are gonna wake up a little later than Doc, 
because you are in the midst of having a dream. A dream full of uh, beautiful singing of the sand whales that then begins to turn more mournful as you hear the song pick up of your sand whale patron, the whale god, the, the largest and most ancient of all the sand whales singing sadly and softly. And then you wake up. I go over to Doc's room and knock on the door and I'm like, hey, do you have any of those antidepressants? <laughs> <laughs> and I get no reply. Doc, Doc is Doc is out. Um you you check the time on your guys' little uh, mechanical clock d- designed by uh, Nick and Knack that pops and whirs in the corner of your room. Uh, and it's, it's, it's late. Doc would have already headed to work. Damn. Uh, what should I do? Hmm. You could I go. Could go. You, go. I, you know what? I just want to go see... Um... I think I had a tattoo appointment with a certain <laughs> with someone Desperado. named Desperado. All right. Uh, what tattoo are you getting from Desperado today? On my left leg is a collection mm. of just small um, little sand dollars. Ooh. Um, and they're very, very tiny, but they it's kind of a collection of them. Um, and I want to go get another one of those after having that dream. Okay. Okay. Uh Desperado, oh, another one. Tough day. Yeah, I guess you could say so. Uh, and he'll uh, take out this really thick needle and he like tips it in some black ink and just starts stabbing into your leg. Uh, yeah, you can get your tattoo done. Uh, Diamond Anchorage. What doing? Um, I would like to commune with Booster. Okay, spark up a joint then. <sighs> Okay. <laughs> Where's the sparker? Here's Aren't one. you a fire wizard? <laughs> now I am. Um, after successfully successfully <coughs> rolling a large doobie, uh, you sit down and uh, you you light it, offering the first hit uh, to Booster, which is the uh, the little ceremony the two of you have. You wait a few minutes. And then suddenly the the joint starts to smoke itself, and you know his presence is in the room with you. You could have prepared me a little bit more. (coughs) You do realize that you were very unhelpful. Ah, yes. I am coming increasingly well known for not being very helpful, huh? Ah, that sucks. Yeah, I wouldn't be too proud of that. Hey, you know. Everybody thinks the job of being uh, like an all-powerful deity is easy. Mm. <coughs> well, what's going so hard for you, Tommond? Um. Well, um, my arm's fucked up. What are you talking about? It looks great. Yeah, it, it does. It does look great. Way cooler than your old stupid arm. Okay. I mean, you had two of them. Yeah, but this one doesn't make any sense. Is my arm... Is my arm flesh? Is it metal? 
Is it a book? Well, I don't <laughs> know. Literature. Maybe you, you should have thought about that before you shoved it into uh, a spell field made by one of the most powerful liches to ever exist. And then grabbing and destroying his grandmother's uh, ultimate powerful spell book that I gave her, by the way. You know, how did the how did the suit lose out? It doesn't look like it lost out to me. <clears throat> this is winning. <laughs> I I have I have a feeling if you weren't wearing that suit, your entire body would have been unmade. So I I'd call it winning. I'm trying, to, I'm trying to think about what I really needed to ask you. Was it about sand? It was about sand swimming. Was it about sand swimming? Fuck, I'm too wanted, high. You, you wanted oh, to... Sand vision. Sand oh, vision. Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, that's right. I need... I need... I need sand vision. <laughs> what? <laughs> you see... Do you see... If, I know you, you've seen the sand ocean before. Yes, it's a... Uh, Fabulous, incredible, magical place. But have you ever tried to swim under the sand? Uh, e no. There's a, there's a big problem with that. And it's that it's hard to see when you're in sand. Uh, as far as uh, my knowledge stretches, many of the sand sea creatures are, are in fact blind. And, and use other forms to uh, navigate. Uh, seeing in the sand, uh, uh, I, I've never heard of that being possible. So they use another method for seeing. Potentially echolocation. Like smelling. Uh, <laughs> very strong senses of smell. Yes, maybe taste. <laughs> oh, I'll take big whiffs next time I'm in there. Smell the sand. <laughs> It, I feel like Anchorage would have been heading back at this point. Yeah, you yeah, should probably get back. The booze. Am I just talking to myself? Yeah, he's <laughs> just talking to himself and uh, passing a joint back and forth from himself <laughs> to uh, nothing. <laughs> is he like setting? And he, nothing like, is smoking more of the joint than he is. <laughs> like really taking his unfair share. Like uh, just kind of sitting on it, puff, 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 puff. Finally passes it back. Hey, Tommen, you, you talking to Booster in here? Hey, yeah, what's up? <coughs> uh, yeah, I got your boost. Oh, well, I got him on the line. Was there anything we needed to ask him? Oh, uh, <laughs> you asked him about the sand vision? Yeah, I remember the sand vision. Yeah, um, no, other than that, what did he say about it? What do you mean? The sand vision. About it. <laughs> what did he say about it? About the sand vision? Can I talk to Booster? Is he, is he still here? Why are you running here? He said it was a dumb idea. I look like a fool. I'm so embarrassed. Oh shit, man. I'm he sorry. Who's eyes here? How could I have known that? Oh, what a, I what look a, so stupid, man. I just look stupid. <laughs> Is that what you want to hear? <laughs> Thanks for making me say it. Thanks. Now I'm crying. Man. You said no eyes at all? No. Fucking none of them. They smell the, the sand or something. <laughs> okay. Okay. 
what if what if we ask for some sort of form of echolocation or maybe like a smell, smell or a taste location. set have you ever tried to hear an echo through sand <laughs> <laughs> look you, you just want to ask him about it <laughs> uh booster um he wants echolocation Oh, what? You want me to just boost you into having sonar? <laughs> yeah, yeah, I'll get right on that. I just need that and two million years of evolution. Hold on, wait. I could use... I could use... Oh. Our dear friend Sebastian. He's a frail bird in this world. Oh, yeah. I'm confused how Sebastian is relating. Can you guide me on a path to help Sebastian get stronger? How can we make Sebastian stronger, Booster? There, there, there are many ways of increasing the, the power of creatures born of the Katagat. Uh, a heavy exposure to magic uh, can... Uh, cause them to grow further uh, or uh, maybe even gain new mutations uh, a good a good start could be to get the creature some armor uh, the material cloud steel is famous from the south perhaps you could uh, get a, a set made for him that would Cloud steel, it's very, very light. He should still be able to fly. Oh, cloud steel. Wait, am I hearing booster? No. No. Okay. What's he saying? <laughs> I don't know if I necessarily trust this information. Booster's never been helpful before. That is a good point. He, he did, was the one that destabilized you so much that you had to wear that suit. Look, I... I, I what, a guy can't change? <laughs> I'm just trying to be helpful for once and you're questioning me. Cloud Steel. You said that we need to find something called Cloud Steel, I think. Okay. Yeah, that, that's what I said. Clouds. I, I'm still here. You can still talk to me. He said, he said it's called Cloud Steel, yeah. Yeah, okay. <laughs> so. We can make armor out of it for Sebastian and then we have to expose him to a lot of magic. Okay. I can I can heal him with my magic healing. That'll do all the magic. But where do we get the cloud steel? Where do we get this cloud steel? <laughs> How helpful you want me to be? <laughs> well, I mean, yeah. Uh, look, Tom, it's been really great talking to you, but I got some friends coming over, and we're going to watch Breaking Bad. <laughs> so uh, I'm, I'm going to have to dip. Yeah, thanks a lot. Thanks a lot. Uh, all right, bye. And the, the joint disappears as well. Shucks. Shucks. <laughs> Dude, did you just steal the rest of your joint? I'm not even surprised. At that. I, I don't even know how to talk to him, man. Stealing my joint. I mean, he did always sort of strike me as the kind of guy that would steal your joint Shit, on his I way out. Too high. I was supposed to ask him about my arm, though. <laughs> Didn't I you? got so close. Oh shit! I guess I better go practice swimming. Yeah, let's let's go. <laughs> Do you think? Oh, what about that suit that um, what's his name was talking about? 
where you could get lowered in, maybe we could try to test out some sort of knickknack from Nick and Knacks to create a sonar. You picking up what I'm putting down? <laughs> oh yeah, should we go get items? Yeah. Okay, let's go get stuffed. We're gonna go get stuff. We're going to Nick and Knacks. You're going to oh, Nick and, and Knacks. I, I, I want to, on the way, keep an eye out for secret passages. <laughs> okay, make me an investigation check, Don. Let's see it, let's see it. Come on. Come on. Fun. <laughs> Natural one. Um, Tom, you're looking very closely at the ground for secret passages. And you're stepping and you're stepping and then you realize that you've almost walked off the deck as you put one foot forward and it plunges into nothing. Uh, you, you wheel your arms to try and keep yourself from falling and you're able to steady yourself. But uh, as you look down over the edge of the ship into the sand, you're disgusted by what you see. There's this thick layer of what looks like congealed blood covering most of the sand and there's these humongous chunks of meat floating in it and it stretches as far as you can see wow whoa what do you think all this is uh it, you you hear the voice of uh um we'll say uh dirk because he, he'd be at this oh, area wait. right now reading can the I, tides. Can I be there smoking a joint at the side of the boat? Sure. Can I Yeah. Be, and it's just like, I'm just, after my tattoo, I'm just smoking a joint off the edge of the ship. I Staring into the, the bloody sand. Right. What's all this then? This. <laughs> <laughs> this is chum. This right here is chum. Uh... I guess. Hmm. Wait, these are your chums? No. <laughs> yeah, they were. The, it's the um, it's the remains of a uh, poaching, for the hunt, for the whales. Uh, okay. I want to tap a bit of the ash from my joint into the gross. It, it falls down and disappears. It's uh, it's basically the entire. Whale, I guess. Can we follow that? I mean, there's nowhere to really follow it, too. They're gone. If we well, follow it. Wait, how? They have to bring the whales on board to skin them, right? Yeah. So if we follow the trail of where they're all flowing from, then won't we be able to find well, who's they, dumping them? They skin them on the boat and then dump them. It's, it's like a fast processing that they do there. Uh, the, the old Tide Master, he comes up, What you speak of, it's not completely impossible. But Spike is right. There's so much carnage that it, it's hard to find a direct path. Not to mention the, the currents below the sand are, are unpredictable. Even if we knew exactly the path we'd want to take, there's no guarantee that there'd be a current flowing that way to catch our ship. We, we can try and follow the trail of blood, but if, unless something has stopped the whaling vessel for a period of time, it's unlikely we'll be able to catch up. 
What do you say, Spike? Can you feel any currents following this line of chum? Currently? No. <laughs> oh, oh, wow. <laughs> um, but you can make me a nature check if you'd like. Sure. Currently. <laughs> Currently. Currently. Hold on, let me smoke this joint first. <laughs> there really is a point you hit when you're too stoned to play D and D. Right now, it? I'm not enough. No, I, like, but that there's a fine line somewhere, right? I think I'm. Yeah, you're Dude, so. Enjoy right. in that edible. <laughs> I'm just. I don't even I'm know in the midday I, sleepies. I felt. The cookie, the cookie was okay. I felt something, but I don't know if that was like the beginnings of something, you know? Dude, it changes. Like they're not, yeah. they're not all, they don't hit all hit the same. No, you're right. Because the the first two did not hit me the way this one did. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe it's just because it's variable levels of THC in each cookie. Yeah. Very varying. <laughs> I just rolled a six. A six. Um, you try and focus in to sort of feel the pull on the ship from uh, beneath, but uh, it's it's hard. It's it's a hard thing to get the hang of, and you're still kind of new to it. Um, uh, Dirk kind of looks at you like anything. Listen, man, I'm really only good at talking to whales right now. Uh, no, it's all right. I, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go below deck. I'll see if I can catch us a current. Uh, and, and he, he, he wanders off. Um, you all see Mothbeard pacing around the the deck of the ship, looking very frustrated and agitated. Um, another thing you see is Sebastian, flying around the chum-filled <coughs> waters devouring to his heart's content. Hey, at least we don't have to worry about him eating. <laughs> yeah, he is he is getting quite the fill. Um, can one of you make me a perception check? My perception's bad. Do you want to do it with advantage? <laughs> Booyah! The, the nine. Okay, uh, nothing. Um... As uh, the ship continues sailing forward, uh, the bits of chum uh, start to get uh, more tightly packed. And then you start seeing the full whale corpses. Huge mounds poking out of the sand. Just these massive creatures stripped of their skin, just laying, rotting in the sand. And there's uh, these strange little gall-like creatures with these more leathery-like wings and these strange yellow colorings on them, uh, roosting on these uh, giant uh, whale corpses, eating them uh, slowly over time. Uh, you also see what look like giant bite marks out of some of these sand whales bite marks <laughs> that in insanely large bite marks so big that it 
it looks like the jaws of whatever took a bite out of them was bigger than the whale itself. You know, maybe more evidence of the king, as Skippy was calling him, the giant dune breaker. Do, 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 the, bite mark look, do the bite marks look like bigger than the one that we saw the other day? Bigger than the dune breaker you saw the other day. For sure. For sure. Um, if you you all can go uh, get a closer look if you'd like, or you can just uh, remain on the ship. Just do whatever you want. You got the day. We're gonna go get stuff. Yeah, we were. Oh, until you got distracted with your natural one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Okay. Uh, we'll say. Uh, uh, do I run into any interesting patients while I'm? Uh <laughs> huh. I mean, yeah, they're, they're all interesting, but not as interesting as Skippy, who comes back a couple times throughout the day. <laughs> <laughs> oh, every time with a new injury. <laughs> Skippy, what are you doing out there? Are you- hey, Yoshi, it's going to be worth it. <laughs> are you are you making something? Or? I don't have to tell you anything. I know that you don't, but, you know, as your doctor, drinking. <laughs> I'm starting to think that giving him this much alcohol might be fueling him to come back here. Mm. Oh, I fix him. I, I fix him again by like stabbing him a couple of times and waiting for the light. Oh yeah, Glish new, and he runs out the door. Um, I I think I'm tired of Skiffy. Uh, I'll what I'll do. I'll I'll put a. I'll put a sign on the door that says um, "out for lunch" or okay. something like that, and all. Uh, and you head out, and just as uh, the these other three are heading into Nick and Nax, we'll say you meet up with them. Okay. Uh, are you guys head into Nick and Nax, and you you see the Gnomish brothers like, "Oi, hey, good to see ya, good to see ya," and you're the one going, like, "Oh, hey, uh, welcome, welcome." Why do they sound so different? They they each have different voices. Okay. Huh. Uh, yo, what is up, my guys? We, me and Tommen, were talking last night. Uh-huh. We were wondering if something like a sand sled has ever been done before. Why a sand sled? Now, that's a good idea. Uh, <laughs> what kind of size were you thinking? Uh, pretty large, um... We were actually planning on converting a uh, four-wheeled uh, carriage into this sled. Oh, sort of box on four wheels. Yeah, so just fitting it with a, a, a stone sled. Doc, that, that can be done. That can be done. Doc, hearing about this plan, <coughs> throws his arms up and goes, God damn it, you guys are still doing this? And then, <laughs> and then leaves to go find his sister. <laughs> I'm in there with them. Yeah. Oh, never mind. Just, just kidding. Yeah. Yeah. She's in there with him. Uh, uh, then I'll check out a different area of the store. <laughs> <laughs> um, uh, Nick and Nack, they kind of they like discuss to each other a little bit just about how that could work. And they go, uh, well, I'll say this. I'll say this. It wouldn't be easy to find the, the dwarven craftsmanship to be able to... Con- construct another stone sailor it's rare for that uh, that art to have been passed down especially out here uh, how that's dealt with in modern times is uh, using the whale skin but uh, you know how we feel about that so 
We won't be doing any of that, but there is another solution. It's more expensive and harder to come by, but Cloudsteel is able to uh, sail on the uh, on the sand sea quite effectively. It, it won't be easy to come by, but we do know a place you could potentially get it. Wait, was that the same stuff that Booster was talking about this morning? Dude, this this Cloudsteel <coughs> stuff, that's some popular stuff. Yeah, where can we where can we get some of this? You boys wouldn't know. Well, uh, you'd have to go up to New Nimbus City now, wouldn't you? Uh, we we can uh, try and uh, wave down some of the trade winds, see if they can pick you up and swing you by. Uh, trade winds. Hey, I'll, I'll show you what I'm talking about. And uh, he, he looks out the window and he sees... You see those weird little uh, wispy wind things that kind of look like fat babies? Uh, he yeah. points out the window and you uh, you kind of see it! It's like little gusts of wind that like catch little bits of cloud and they sort of form into the forms of like fat little giggling babies. And he goes, those up there, those are the trade winds. These little air elementals that uh, uh, work for New Nimbus City was a way to get uh, us ground traders a way to interact with the city up there. Oh, so they can direct the ships? Oh, uh, well, no. They'll swoop you up and they'll carry you up into the clouds. Whoa, oh. they can scoop up the whole ship? No, no, they can just carry about one person each. Oh, but I warn you, they're fickle, mean little buggers. And uh, they won't take you without payment. You'll have to give them something that you genuinely cherish. Oh. I cherish all of my stuff. I don't have that much. <laughs> oh. Tormund. Mm. Would you say that you cherish your suit? Yes, I I'm not getting rid of that. Okay, okay. <laughs> I like the suit. Have you guys never just given them a joint? I don't... That doesn't feel... <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I would cherish a joint. I ch I, yeah, I mean, but a singular joint? Uh, when you have this much volume of it, it's hard True, for it's it not. to be like a... You could say you have an emotional bond, but not uh, the level required. Can I give up Anchorage? <laughs> I was thinking maybe I could give up like a finger. Oh, <laughs> I cherish you, my limbs. You guys give up each other, and then you both end up up there. Oh. You could give. You could yeah, give that's your hats. definitely not going to work. I don't know, do, you, <laughs> do you appreciate and cherish the gift that uh, that? I, oh, what's her name? Hold on. Paris. No, yeah, the Paris gave to you that hat, like. I'm gonna tell Paris. You know, I do cherish the beach breakers, so they could go pick one of those up. The dune breakers. The dune breakers. The beach breakers. <laughs> yeah, that is true. If we captured one, you could give one to the this sky babies. <laughs> Well, I cherish that contract that I signed, <laughs> where I became the janitor. <laughs> uh, 
Have you done that today? Is it? Is does it get sandier as? <laughs> or how long does it stay clean? Oh yeah, it's completely covered in sand. Oh again. no. <laughs> <laughs> well, I, I I don't think that there's any. I don't think there's anything that I really wanted to give up. I uh, I do have my family's crest, a token of my parents. <laughs> I'd hate to give that up just to go up into a cloud place. <laughs> Probably don't even have enough money to buy the stuff once we get there. The cloud steel. We'd become trapped because we wouldn't have anything to bargain for <laughs> back. But we do have something on the boat that we can use to bargain with. No. What do you have? Wait, what? We just bring a couple of the. Have Doc bring a couple of those walnuts <laughs> up <laughs> with us? That is that significant? Is that a uh, significant that, it portion? Wouldn't, it wouldn't work for the the little the trade winds, but you could trade it once you're in the city. Mm. What's something you cherish? That's a hard thing. I'm just I'm just I, I'm I'm just gonna stay here. Okay, I think that's the, we'll find something that we cherish, and then we'll have to we'll use it to. You know, don't visit. Bill Gore's treasure trove. Bill Gore's treasure trove. Bill Gore trove. takes more things that are cherished by anyone that I know. Bill, and I know people who get... take a lot of cherishable things. <laughs> and I think I, I bet you we could each find something cherishable in Bill Gore's, in treasure, Bill Gore's trove. treasure trove. Oh, true. Okay. Okay. I want to pay a silver piece to get a silly trinket. Okay. Roll me a D one hundred there. Alright. Let's only drink it. That's a hundred and two. No, that's a two. That's a two. Uh, I can't <laughs> 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 hey, that's an easy mistake to make. That's an easy mistake. Marietta thought it was 200. I thought 20 when I first saw it. That's an easy mistake to make. Uh, so you, you reach in and you pull out this small silvery metal key with a, uh, just a simple leather cord. And uh, the key seems to be emitting this strange, like, pulsing magic aura. Oh, can I run our kind of check? Sure. Okay, let me see. Oh, that's a 18. Uh, an 18? Mm-hmm. Uh, you look at it, it's... <coughs> it's strange. It... It looks like uh, you, you've seen you've seen a similar items like this before. Keys designed to unlock any lock. Um, but this one doesn't seem to be giving off the same vibe as one of those keys. The the power is a little different. It's like something went slightly wrong with it. This is a great bait for. Bill Gore. Oh, you're right. He'd want to snatch like us up so bad. <laughs> Tommen's like, but I cherish this. Listen, <laughs> <what>? <laughs> 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 
<laughs> what could I don't want to give it up. I cherish it. <laughs> no, damn it. That's the point. <laughs> He's such a greedy little guy. <laughs> Besides, I want to hunt for him. Yeah. We're on a hunt. We could set a little trap. We could. Can we? Is something. there anything we can buy from Nick and Nax that's Dude. like good for trapping? All we need is a bucket, a stick, and a little funny item. Uh, yeah. And a strength. <laughs> well, yes, uh, there is a bucket, a stick, and a little funny item. I'd like to purchase the bucket, the stick, and the little funny item. Uh, that, that'll that run you, like, two copper. Very okay. Very negligible. I'll give him... We are so <laughs> cost-effective. Yeah. <laughs> okay, stick, so where are we... bucket, string, funny little thing. Yeah. I say around one of his most fruitful community gardens we in the town. We could go to the community garden, yeah. Yeah. Okay. Uh, you guys head to the community garden, and one of you make me survival check to set up your little Ooh, trap. Ooh, everybody check your survivals. Let me see. Pretty good at survival. My survival's Ooh, pretty good, too. my survival is real good. Mine's plus four. Mine's plus six. Okay, I'm then. Plus seven. Sounds like a cop-out, but can I just roll survival to survive? <laughs> oh. Natural 20. <laughs> You're shitting me. So that's 27 anchorage? Yes. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god. Okay. Well, you know what? This is the <laughs> best fucking bucket string, a stick, <laughs> uh, funny little item trap set up in all of existence. You don't even need to pull the string yourself. As soon as he picks up the funny little item, <laughs> that's attached to the stick. And so he pulls it, and the stick will fall, making the bucket fall <laughs> over him, trapping him inside. And now all there is to do is wait. Can we? We'll hide. We'll. Um, as you guys are uh, going to hide, you suddenly hear this shrieking, squawking noise from uh, somewhere uh, over in the sand sea, and you immediately look to see Sebastian being attacked <gasps> no the no. small gall like uh bat winged creatures with the strange yellow markings have sworn together into a, a small flock and they are all swooping and diving at sebastian uh biting little chunks off of him while he is perched on this uh dead sand whale trying to eat from it uh, he keeps swinging his beak and head around to try and shake them off, but more little ones keep diving at him. Hey, he isn't that action, right? Isn't yeah. that you guys' leader? We've got to go help him. I'll, I'll, I'll just like jump off and start gliding towards him. Okay, uh, you leap off, and the cloak furls out behind you and forms into these almost like wing-like appendages as you glide at a. a quite a significant speed towards the uh, uh, towards Sebastian and these strange little creatures uh, Spike and Doc you know them as sand galls they're these scavenger uh, little carrion birds that uh, flock together but usually only flock this large when there's an alpha which Whoa, can lava. grow to about the size of a wyvern with uh, giant, uh, like 30 foot long <coughs> spans and uh, giant uh, sharp maws full of teeth. Um, you don't see any of those at this very moment, but 
the size of the uh, gall flock is a little concerning. Tom and you begin to float towards this. I think I'm going to have you guys roll initiative now. Initiative your mama. You're kidding. Your mama should do. Ooh. That's a good one. Thanks. That's a good one. I got an 18. 22 for Spike. 22. Um, and then Sebastian is coming in with a 12. Did anybody beat a 12? Oh, wow. Um, okay, Anchorage and Tommond, what are your numbers? 19. 7. Oh. Uh, oh. <laughs> uh, oh, wait, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> I thought you were asking if anybody was going to beat me. <laughs> <laughs> uh, Spike, you're going to start us off then. This battle is taking place about 120 feet away from the deck of the ship, down near the actual ocean, uh, mm-hmm. sand ocean floor. Not how close floor, to the sand surface? Uh, how close to the surface? Like in feet, how close would you say they are to the surface? They're they're floating on the surface. Oh! Um, well, the the sand whale's body is just floating on the surface, and Sebastian landed on it and, and began eating. But then he was set upon by these gulls, who are also carrion scavengers. How big are they compared to him? They are about the size of a standard hawk. Okay. So, fucking tiny. But it also makes it hard for him to hit them. And there's quite a lot. Okay. I want to... Okay. Okay. Magic stone is a bonus action. But I want to throw them at them. Can I do that in the same turn? Yeah, you can. Okay. I want to pick up three pebbles just on the ground. Um... And I want to imbue them with magic. Oh, hell yeah. Okay. Ass-beating magic. Mm. Ass-beating magic. And I want to go ahead and chuck it at them. Okay. Uh, You uh, roll a hit. 15 plus 7 is 22. 22? That that most definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. Do I have to roll it only once for all three stones, or...? I roll three times for, to hit. I, I think you can only throw one stone a turn. Okay, that's fine. Uh, 15, blah, 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 and then... Okay, so that would be 10. Damage. Holy shit. Um, you uh, reach down and you pick up a few kind of larger grains of sand. <coughs> and you toss them up in your hand a little bit, Spike. And then you kind of squint one eye, pull your arm back, and throw in the... The grain flies like a bullet, all 120 feet, and strikes right through the head of one of these sand galls. Fuck and it yeah! Plummets down towards the sand and disappears beneath the surface. I I yell, "Oh shit! <laughs> oh shit! <laughs> uh, yeah, oh bitch. shit!" Anything else you want to do, Spike? No. Oh, also, uh, Anchorage, it's your turn. And as we just found out, it, your roguish archetype is uh, not Thief. It's Scout. So uh, I'm just going to go ahead and use my newfound Scout abilities to move away unprovoked. No, not really. <laughs> you can't move away from what? Uh, I want to notch my silver arrow. Oh, nice. And uh, try to shoot one of the birds. Okay. Uh, roll to hit. 
did this arrow have other bonuses? Uh, yeah, it, it's going to be like a flat plus two every time you're you're shooting with it. That's to hit and with damage. Um, that's going to be uh, 25 then. Yeah, that most definitely hits. Uh, that's going to be a 13 damage. 13 damage. Uh, yeah, you fire the arrow and it flies straight through the bird. <coughs> now, you can call the arrow back with a bonus action. And since there are targets adjacent to uh, the creature you just hit, you can try and call the arrow back and make it travel through another one of the galls. Yes. On its return to your glove. Absolutely. Okay, roll to hit again. Do I get to add the other plus two? Yeah, you get to add the, the, the whole bonus. Uh, that's 11. 11. Oh, let me see. That that might not hit. Oh, that no, just... Sorry, 13. 13? That does hit. Okay. okay, go ahead and roll damage again. That's going to be 12 damage. Ooh, that most definitely kills. Uh, do you, do you want to describe this little double kill? Yeah, so the arrow goes whipping through the first one and sort of like uh, shish kebabs it on there. And then it like slows down and switches direction and sh- shish kebabs another one and I catch it. And both of the birds are still <laughs> on it. Hey, little shish kebab. Uh, the, the birds, they're... You, you get a closer look at them now that they're uh, skewered on your arrow as it shoots back to your glove and you catch it. Um, their wings are more leathery. There's no feathers. And their mouths are, uh, they're not like, they're less like beaks and more these just like uh, mammal-like, uh, kind of like bat mouths with these small, sharp little teeth. Damn, you guys are creepy. They they are creepy, and they have these strange, like, uh, yellow markings uh, going all over their bodies and wings. I just want to make sure that they're both dead. They're they're very much dead. Um, that is now going to uh, bring us to uh, Doc. Oh, joy. Oh, boy. Um, Doc isn't going to do much because Doc doesn't have really any ranged abilities other than Fireball. So, I don't think I want to fireball <laughs> at the vulture because I'm gonna miss and it's gonna hit, you know, the vulture instead of <coughs> the seagulls. So Doc is going to bless everybody and then take a <coughs> take a sit down on like a barrel nearby <laughs> okay. and just kind of watch. I think you guys just can add a d4 to a roll. Okay, that is going to bring us to the swarm of sand galls, which uh, begin to just pelt Sebastian. Uh, he he's taken some damage. How far away is he? Like? He's about 120 feet. Yeah. Um, he he's taken some damage, and uh, he he starts to uh, run along the sand whale's body and begins to flap his wings, shaking off a few of the sand galls that have sunk their little teeth into his flesh. And uh, he he takes off into the air and starts flying back towards uh, towards the ship. I mean, he, he's faster than the other sand galls due to his uh, like massive wing size. And then suddenly you see something take off 
behind him that you hadn't even seen before. As it leaps up into the air, just slightly bigger than Sebastian, and now flying along on his tail. What is very clearly an alpha sand gall. Its body is uh, thin and long, stretching from its uh, sharp little mouth down to a long snaking tail. In between the mouth and the tail are two gigantic leathery wings. The creature has the same strange yellow markings that the, that the small ones have, but it's just on a massive scale. Uh, the uh, originally tiny little mouth is now gigantic with uh, teeth the size of daggers. And it, uh, it has a long tongue that flicks out, seeming to taste the air as it flies at a, uh, an unnatural speed after Sebastian. How fast or how close is Sebastian now? Uh, Sebastian is now 60 feet away from you guys. How close is he to me? You glided 40 feet, so he's about 20 feet from you. Sweet. Um, that is now going to bring us to your turn, Tom. Can I, like, glide my way to <coughs> Sebastian and then shoot off two Eldritch Blasts at the, the large thing that's falling? Yes, absolutely you can. Okay, roll. 24. Oh, yeah, that definitely hits. All right. Second one. Oh, that, is the, that is the 20. So that's an at 20. Oh, my God. Okay. Double damage on that one. Oh, perfect. Nine plus uh, four. Okay. So 13. 13. Yeah, that's the what? first that's one. That's the first crit. Oh, my God. Okay. Yeah, the second one was... Uh, yeah, so that's a six. Six. Okay. It's a good bit of damage. Uh, you float over to Sebastian, and are you going to climb on the saddle? Yeah, I'll climb on the saddle. Uh, you grab onto the saddle horn and pull yourself in and reach your arm back and fire two Eldritch Blasts at the creature chasing you. Uh, this kind of clues Sebastian in that there's something following you guys. Uh, and he kind of peeks back and uh, begins to fly a little faster as both these Eldritch Blasts strike into this creature, but it is not deterred. That will bring us to Spike. Alright. Well, I still have more magic stones on me, so I'm just gonna chuck another magic stone real quick. Okay, wait, what are you throwing the stone at? Do you want to throw it at the the alpha or one of the little galls? Mm, let's go for the alpha. I okay. mean, why not? That guy seems like an asshole. Rolled a hit. You can add a d4 to your attack if you'd like. That's oh yeah, you're blessed. Epic. Mm-hmm. epic. Yeah, I got a dirty twenty. Yeah, that that absolutely hits. Uh, go ahead and roll damage. Holy shit. Uh, Again, like a bullet, this grain of sand cracks out across the sky and sinks deep into the flesh of this giant creature. It fumbles for a minute as it's hit by this, but it lets out a screech and its tongue lolls far out of its mouth, tasting the air around it. Uh, That will now bring us to you, Anchorage. Shoot. I'm going to go for... I'm gonna take those those pigeons off my arrow. Okay. <laughs> and then I'm gonna I'm gonna try to shoot at the creature. Okay. The big sh- one. Shoot at the big <laughs> one. All right. Roll the hit. Uh, that's gonna be a ten. Uh, you fire off the arrow, but it it flies wide and disappears somewhere into the sand. I pull it back if I can. Yeah. Bonus action. You shoots back to your glove. 
I'm trying to think. You now nah, you probably couldn't you couldn't angle it to hit on the way back. You could try. Yeah. You could try. You could make a roll with disadvantage to try and angle it and hit it on the way back. That's a fourteen. That does actually hit. Oh, yeah. Man. Oh man. The other roll was a natural twenty. Oh, <laughs> that's rough to lose that though. Um, okay, go ahead and roll that damage. That is eleven damage. Eleven damage. Oh my god. You guys are uh, tearing through its hit points. Uh, you pull your hand back and you kind of throw it upwards. And the arrow shoots out of the sand straight up following the arc of your hand and pierces straight through the creature's wing before turning and returning to your hand. Um, that will now bring us to uh, the alpha creature's turn. It is going to swoop down on Tommond and uh, Sebastian, closing the distance easily. This creature is much faster than Sebastian, which is surprising because Sebastian's the fastest aerial creature you've seen so far. It is going to try and uh, swoop you up with its claws, Tommond. That's a natural one. (laughs) Sebastian folds his wings and rolls perfectly out of the way as the creature descends trying to grab Tommond. Now suddenly, Sebastian is above the creature instead of below. Um, Which will now bring in... Oh, it has multi-attack. It is whips its tail up in an arching motion and you see a uh, Tom and you see a sharp stinger at the end of it as it whips it up and tries to stick you boy that is a uh, 22 to hit barely barely oh nice <laughs> um, okay and I need you to make me a constitution saving throw Alright. You can use your bless on the saving throw as well if you Yeah, sure. I'm gonna need to. Um I think that the way that it seems to work is that until it ends, which is one minute and concentration, that you can just add that to like everything. Yeah. For your um So anyway, your saving throws and your attack. That's a five. <laughs> uh, okay, well, that most definitely fails. The st- the stinger, it finds a little uh, chink in the blackguard armor you have, and it jabs you in the side. The, the spike, it hurts, but the poison it leaf- leaves behind hurts more. You're going to take 15 piercing damage. And seven... Plus uh, 9, 16, plus 8, 24, plus 2, 26 more damage of poison as this stinger pumps venom into your blood. Uh, yeah, a lot of damage there. <laughs> how, how you looking over there, Tommen? I'm looking dashing. 
<laughs> yeah, like somebody just dashed all over you. <laughs> yeah, they dashed the heck out of your HP. Um, but on the upside, it didn't sh- get a chance to swing for Sebastian because it made both its attacks oh, at God. you. Uh, okay, that will now bring us to Doc's turn. Doc, upon seeing Tommen get clawed and raked, the is, claw didn't hit, but the stinger did. Oh, the stinger getting getting stung. Uh, Doc is now standing up off the barrel with his hands on both of his hands on his head, going, "No, no, no!" <laughs> <laughs> um, how far away is Tom and, and Sebastian at this point? They're flying towards us. They're still? flying towards you. They're still like sixty feet away. That's really awful. Because Sebastian hasn't got his turn yet. That's really awful. When's Sebastian's turn? Uh, he will go after the swarm of little guys goes. Okay. Um, I'll just, I'll bonus action mass healing word. I get, no, I guess I can do healing word plus. You could do healing word at a high level. Yeah. Oh, true. That's a good idea. I think I'll do that against, uh, two... To Tommond rather than Sebastian, I think. Sebastian has sustained minimal damage okay, from then, the... Okay, then yeah, uh, I'll... I'll ma- uh, healing word... Maximum <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I was like, is this going to kill him? <laughs> well, we were very close. He almost got it. I missed the armor. Yeah. yeah. Although it wouldn't have saved me. He's How do you 18? cast... Yeah. Armor oh, yeah. this is cool. So I'll use a third level healing word and I'll heal four, four, Yo. two, and four for my wisdom. So that's 14. 14. That's, yeah. that's pretty good. That is pretty good. Um, that will probably help Tommen survive the Woo-hoo! onslaught. And I'm going to I'm gonna yell words of encouragement and say, like, I, I, I don't know. I'm going to try and communicate to Tommen and... Um, Sebastian to come like to me straight to me like get get over here right now get the hell in get this over is, here this is him yelling get the fuck over your screaming does uh, alert a few of the other crew members to as what's going on uh, so some of them may come to help you in the next few rounds awesome uh, which is now going to bring us to the swarm of little guys who uh, immediately set off in pursuit of Tommond and uh, Sebastian and set upon them, uh, trying to bite and scratch them. So Tommond, oh my god, that one of them's a natural 20. Um, one of them is a... That hits. Wait, uh, how far are they away? They're still 60? Still 60. Ah! One of them's a 6, and the other one is an 11. Okay, so only the nat 20 hits. Only the nat 20 hits. This this could hurt. Okay, Tommen, so you're going to take <laughs> five damage. As one of the things bites into your neck. The bite's not deep, but when it lets go, it your neck is bleeding pretty profusely. And uh, a few more of them uh, set on, uh, try and lock on to Sebastian. Okay, so one of, okay. None of them hit Sebastian. 
None of them hit Sebastian. One of them is a natural one, and it uh, tries to bite Sebastian, but ends up just biting one of its buddies, and the two of them kind of uh, fall spiraling down towards the sand, uh, locked in combat with each other. Uh, which will now bring us to Sebastian. Oh wait, no. There's there's a few more of the there's a few more of the swarm, um, which are gonna come for you again, Tom. Goodness. Uh, that is a ten and a thirteen. The thirteen hits. Oh man, you are missing that armor. Yeah. That is gonna be three damage. Okay. Um. Which will now bring us to Sebastian, who, uh, uh, covered in these little biting creatures swarming and trying to peck at him, uh, he flies directly towards Doc, and with the rest of his movement, he's able to, uh, ooh, actually, before he flies to the deck, he is above the, uh, the Alpha Gaul creature. And he, he is going to try and claw as it's at its eyes as he goes by. Um, that, that does hit. Uh, he claws a significant chunk of its face out as he goes by. Uh, and he uh, dives down towards the, towards the ship. And with the remainder of his 60 fly speed, he lands on the edge of the deck. And uh, defensively turns, stretching his wings out like a large shield. Um, that will now bring us to Tommond. Uh, you're back on the deck, Tommond, aboard, uh, still aboard um, Sebastian, as the rest of the Gauls uh, are flying towards the ship. All right, sick. Um, I'm gonna. Are they like all together? Yes, I would say they're all together. How far away? Uh, they're like they're like a little less than sixty feet away. So if I I could like shoot a fireball at them, <laughs> yeah, that 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 would probably be pretty effective. Okay, I'll shoot a fireball at them. Okay, I will roll two dex saving throws. Oh fuck, that's a four and a two. That was a nineteen. You don't need to roll. Okay, uh, fireball. It just goes to where you want it and it explodes in like an 80 foot circle oh oh or maybe uh, a 40 foot circle damage roll on it 8d6 i believe and they uh both the yes. swarm and uh the alpha fail uh 21 damage oh okay so uh that completely incinerates the smaller ones uh, you see them out of this giant cloud of fire that's created. You see their sizzling little bodies drop into the sand and vanish. But erupting out of the flaming cloud is the Alpha Sand Gaul, now covered in flames and shrieking in anger. Uh, and it is now Spike's turn. Spike! Throws the next stun! Stun number three, <laughs> baby! It's working so far. Um, so I'm gonna roll the hit. And it's gonna be awesome. And everything's gonna go well. I may have lied. So I get a uh, 19. Oh, that Everything definitely goes hits. well. That definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. 
Ooh, six. Six. Okay. Uh, the stone strikes the big creature. It doesn't sink quite as deep as your others have, but it still deals damage. Uh, that will now bring us to Anchorage. All right, I want to shoot that another arrow, but I want to just try to take out as many of the little ones. The little ones have all been wiped out by Tommen's fireball. Oh, shit. Fuck. It's okay. just the big guy blazing on fire coming back towards you. Okay. I want to really bury it. Bury the arrow. In. Okay, you want to just try and sink it as deep as you can. Yep. Okay, rolled hit. Uh, 24. Oh, that definitely hits. Go ahead and roll damage. That is a 10. A Wait, sorry. A 12. No, sorry, a 10. Oh my god. Okay. Uh, the arrow sinks deep. Very deep, uh, right down to the fletching. Um, then I want to try to pull the creature so that it is off course or destabilized. Um, you you try, but there's just not quite enough pull uh, on the glove itself. You just don't have enough weight behind it to be able to pull something that big. Um, but the arrow does uh, rip out of the creature and return to your hand, dealing uh, two more damage. Sweet. The, the additional plus two of the arrow uh, impacts again when it leaves. Uh, that will bring us to the creature. Fury and flaming, the creature smashes into the deck, uh, whipping its tail, claws, and fangs about anything it can reach. Anchorage, it's going to snap at you with its jaws. And uh, its tail is going to swing around and try and spike, spike. I'm going to do my imposed disadvantage thing if they're within 30 feet. Okay. Um, it's. Yeah, I just imposed disadvantage with a flash of light. Uh, you flip up your eye patch. And a blast of uh, artificial sunlight erupts from your sunken eye. And does the creature have to rely I don't on know. sight I'm... for this to work? I don't know. That's a good question. It says just impose disadvantage, but I think that that's... If it doesn't rely on it sight... It doesn't might... use sight practically at all. Hmm. But I, I think it may it may survive. Warding Flare, I can interpose divine light between yourself and an attacking enemy. Um, causing light to flare before the attacker. An attacker that can't be blinded is immune to this feature! <laughs> um, so it, it does not work. That's awful. Unfortunately. But, uh, it still might not hit. Uh, so okay. Anchorage, a, it's snapping jaws. Uh, reach out and try and grab you. Ah! That is... Ooh, that's pretty high. That's a a twenty-one. That hits. Okay. That is five plus four. Nine damage. As it sinks its teeth into you in retribution and swings the stinger around to try and hit Spike. Damn, this bitch always trying to hit me. First time. Oh, that's terrible though. That is an eleven. Don't hit. Don't hit. You hit the deck and roll out of the way as the spike stabs into the stone floor of the ship. Uh, and I believe that is the end of its turn. Uh, which brings us to Doc. 
Okay, uh, I'll channel divinity and use Radiance of the Dawn. I present my holy symbol, so I will uh, yet again flip back my eye patch, um, and maybe I don't know. I'll take off my shirt to show the <laughs> to show the big tattoo, um, and uh, each hostile creature within thirty feet of you must make a Constitution saving throw. That is a ten. Mm, is that my uh, fifteen? So oh, no. Oh shit! No. This this could be dead. Yeah, this could be dead. That's three. Three, three plus six, so twelve. So twelve. Not, not quite as much as I. Um, what, what does this look like? Uh, Doc is gonna rip off his shirt, and the tattoo of the sun on his chest is gonna get like start to glow and get brighter and brighter <laughs> and brighter, um, until the the gull's uh, body starts to like sear a little bit. Uh, the gull is shrieking in pain, uh, whipping around angrily. Uh, but it still does not seem quite dead, which is now going to bring us to Sebastian's turn. He is going to, uh, he is, go oh, he has multi-attack. So he's going he's gonna to use his beak and his talons to try and uh, lacerate this creature as much as he can. Um, that, okay, one of them hits, but his, uh, his beak misses as the creature pulls its neck out of his out of the way as Sebastian tries to peck at it. But then he brings his talons up in a forward slash. Oh, that is only four damage, however. And the creature stumbles back, bleeding, as Sebastian continues to hold his arms up like a shield. Or his wings up like a large feathery shield. Uh, which is now going to uh, bring us back to Tommond. Oh, Toll of the dead. Wisdom saving throw. Wisdom saving throw. That is a 16. That'd be, yeah, my spell DC is 15. Okay, okay. So uh, you, the ringing of the bell has no effect on him. Uh, that'll bring us to Spike then. Okay, then I'm going to summon my super cool normal looking harpoon. Uh, you summon your packed weapon. You uh, hold your hand out to your side and sand starts to pour from your fingers and swirl along into a large cylinder that then solidifies with a point on the end into your harpoon. Wait, actually? Okay. Oh, dude, I totally forgot that I was going to make this thing for my character where she doesn't kill animals with harpoons. She only oh. kills people with harpoons. Okay. So but you don't summon your pack weapon. You I whack them with the back half of it. I totally could. I totally could. Um, You've got spells, too. I do got some spells. I think I'm going to mind thrust into his head and just call him a bitch. Okay. Uh, do, what do I have to roll? You have to roll intelligence. Oh, he's very bad at that. That is nine minus three. So six. It's definitely not it, because it's, uh... Is it the spell DC, or is it the yeah, spell Yeah, it's attack? the spell DC. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Oh, hits. okay. Go ahead and, uh... What's the effect, then? Well... 3d6 psychic damage. Yeah. And it can't make a reaction until the end of its next turn. Okay, I'm going to mind thrust that it sucks and that the whales think it's stupid <laughs> in its head <laughs> oh my um, God. for some psychic damage. And it's, I rolled three ones. It's, apparently that bird does not give a shit what the whales think. <laughs> it's too stupid to really care that much. Yeah. You force um, your way into its brain, and it takes some damage, but 
not not as much as you were hoping. It also can't take a reaction until the end of its turn. It only gets to move action or bonus action. Until the next turn. Until the next so turn. So it can't attack? It can either get a move, an action, or a bonus action. But it can't oh, do all three. Oh, it can only do one. Okay, cool, cool. Anchorage, it is now your turn. <clears throat> hey, yo. The creature is looking very rough, but very angry. Oof, you look rough but angry. Time to whack him. Could I sword? Is it within reach? To- yeah, it's within reach. And uh, it is engaged with one of your allies, so you get sneak attack. Hell yeah! Do I get an advantage on that hit? Uh, yes, you do. And you roll bless. 16 to hit. Uh, that hits. Sweet. 14? That's um uh 19. Holy shit. How you want to how do you want to do this Anchorage? <coughs> um just as it's coming in to make another sweep, I want to swing my sword and um it just straight into its face. Straight into its face. Straight into its horrifying flame engulfed, burned up, slashed face. You stick the sword all the way down to the hilt into the creature's head and then pull it out with a squelching uh, spray of blood. And the creature falls to the ground at your guys' feet, which is where we're going to end the episode for today. Thanks for listening, guys. Awesome episode. So excited to get further into the sand sea and keep seeing how these things are going to change and evolve. And to see if they caught Bill Gore in their awesome little trap while they were fighting the Gauls. Oh my god. Uh, so, uh, yeah, we'll see you next time. Uh, just around the table one more time as we uh, roll out. Uh, this is Tom and Jerry. Here's Anchorage. Doc. S- the Spike Star. <laughs> All right. Over.